Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. It's an honor. I am really grateful for this opportunity. Thank you. I am grateful for meeting such wonderful people like you. Omolana, uh, <laughs> please tell us about your beginnings. I believe uh, Professor Mosun Mola Omibi is uh, instrumental in starting this. Yes. So um, Professor Mosun Mola Omibi is my mom. And um, she passed away in 2016. Um, and um, she was a widow for about 20 years um, before she passed. Um, and before that, um, at a point in the beginning of my life, she was a single mom before she married my stepdad and had um, my other brothers and sisters. Um, so yeah, I have lived some of the experiences I'm trying to support mm -hmm. as a child, you know, and, um, she was also, uh, a professor of ethnomusicology, which means she studied music of different cultures. She was the wow. first, um, she was the first music professor, female music professor in Africa and always encouraged people to find their passion, especially if they had um, mm -hmm. arts-based focus. I, I, I know numerous people who picked up instruments, who um, um, trained their voices just because of having to have met her. So when she passed, one thing that struck me was the amount of, the sheer number of people who had stories of how she helped them. And um, my background, I mean, yes, she did make, I did learn the piano at a point in my life, <laughs> but I found that my arts and my creativity like, uh, geared more towards theater arts. So I found my passion on the stage. So even when I was studying law, I found more time in the theater arts department than my, <laughs> than my law department. But so it's, so being creative, being, having an expression to especially those critical years of growing up, the teenage years, because mm -hmm. uh, I had the opportunity of being part of a, a, a youth group all mm -hmm. through my, um, my, in Nigeria, we call it secondary school. Um, here it's, you know, middle school, high school in the U.S. and all that. But yeah, um, so all through those formative years, I was in a drama group mm -hmm. that was also geared towards television and some other 
and just the stories we told, how they put our what we were experiencing at home into something we could act out. I think you yes, and because it was really supposed to meant meant to be for TV. I think those were very critical to my to my growth and what grounded me as a teenager. You know, when you're seeking and you're asking those questions, but you're your parents, the parents, not because they really mean to, but they do place certain expectations <laughs> on the child of, of a growing, <laughs> yes, of a growing teenager, you know, but you're still there trying to say, okay, I don't want to do, you know, there's so many conflicting stories going on in one's head, you know, just to find a creative outlet Absolutely. was really great for me. So, um, I, I did study law and I'd always had a passion to help people. My reason for going into that was, so my intent with law was really social justice. I wanted to come out right off the bat and start, an, start a nonprofit and just go with it. But again, a lot of folks were like, oh, you don't know enough. How are you going to make it work? You know, all that kind of good stuff. So I held back for a very long time. I did some work with the Girl Scouts, at least saw how an organization this nonprofit could work. Mm. I did a lot, you know, but cumulating back to 2016 when my mom passed away and I said, you know what, this is the time to do this. There's such a big gap, you know, just noticing that the experiences of single mothers has not changed from the, from 70, from the 70s when I was born to now. There's still a stigma in certain countries about being a single mother. And even now it's, I think even now this, the, the, it's so internalized, they become Amazons in a way, you know, many times like I can do it all and they, they forget their own emotion, internal emotions and, you know, the essence of their being that makes them feminine just because they're dealing with having children, you know, with, with not a father figure present, um, or even being widows. And still being being expected to get hand-me-downs from maybe the husband's family or something when they are actually educated women, you know. So just a lot of positions and me me really understanding that, you know, women have a special role and a special place in society. There's a reason where we have the feminine and we have the masculine, you know, and in many ways, because the, the feminine is not an expressive, but very strong. And because we've had to take on so many roles, you know, that essence is being lost. And what, what, what are we having? You know, children being raised, you know, people, not, we're not having the grounded human beings we should be having to push humanity forward. So my goal with the nonprofit is really to create a space where women, single mothers and widows can be heard in an internal way. You understand? Inter giving them the strength. I'm hoping to be able to have, you know, psychologists, people who do energy work, all these kind of people saying, let's give, I'm going to give some time to women from this organization. Let them come and get, you know, let them have the help they need so that they can 
further transform themselves. And then we can now look at the economic. We can now look at, you know, all the other issues. The, you know, the, the social issues from the, um, you know, from, from an advocacy standpoint. What are those laws that need to be changed within these societies? You know, so this is really huge. I mean, it has different ramifications. It goes different ways, you know, and, um, and then to top it up, we have children who have talents in many of these areas um, because our, our, you know, how can I say the, the shifts, our shifts are changing, right? We don't put priority on the creative energy, which is really what grounds the human being. So you have children who have all these, you know, all these talents, but don't have a way of expressing it, or maybe their parents don't have enough to help them on. So the Institute serves that purpose also. So, yeah, I know I have rambled a lot. <laughs> no, 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 that's right. It all, it all, it all makes sense. Yeah. Uh, if I look at what you are saying, if I think about what you are saying, uh, these are tasks that are multifaceted. These are tasks that require that take into consideration so many factors, right? It's not just one area that you're looking at. You're looking at various factors that are making up that one individual who is currently facing those challenges. Right. And you are offering a, a, a way out or a method to deal with the situation in the most creative and most productive way. Yeah. That's right. So uh, what are the programs that you include in in terms of including all the creative aspects. Of okay, thank you so much. So um, currently we've launched um, two programs. The first program is called Born to Be. Yeah. And Born to Be is for women, the single mothers and widows. And our goal there is to have that platform where they are seen. You know, the platform where, um, you know, we can say that this, that this is from us. So um, we are hoping to, you know, organize, we all, we've organized an online summit where we had different speakers, um, some women who are experiencing being single mothers, maybe out of divorce and, you know, or, you know, just how it is. Um, some women who have been widows all came to talk. Um, who have, who are, you know, at least in their field of work, still trying mm -hmm. to, you know, so this, this, the face is the same, whether, you know, it's just a, a collective experience. So we had that summit. We talked about different aspects of finance, of even inner growth. So mm -hmm. our, our, my hope with that is to um, extend it to, to have a collective of, you know, like I said, psychology psychologists um, donating their time, um, have a space where if people want to be entrepreneurial, we can support them in that journey after they've done the inner work of really feeling that they exist and they're seen. So that's the whole concept of Born to Be. And then the other program we have come, we've um, launched is called Kindness for the Arts, which is the- Kindness for the Arts. Okay. Yes, Kindness for the Arts, which is the platform where we used to um, support children in the arts within the U.S. and in Africa mm -hmm. um, by giving out scholarships and also giving out, you know, instruments. 
for those who can't afford it, um, my goal with that is to collaborate with nonprofits in, you know, in other countries and set up, you know, little centers where nice. the art is. So I, right. Sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. uh, I have a question. When you say uh, you offer um, scholarships, do you look at the the caliber of the student? Do you see whether they are promising students in the field of arts and hence you give the scholarships? Yes, yes. So working with, you know, studios, um, choir, you know, already formed organizations and, you know, asking them, you know, who has the talent, who has talent. Yeah, who needs that little push. Yes, who needs that help to um, to support their, you know, their love for the for what they're doing. And then we are able to at least chip in something to make that possible. Yeah. Uh, wonderful. Let's take a break to understand what Jazuba is. Everyone at some point ponders on how this beautiful life can be made more meaningful. Maybe you're a leader trying to enhance your employee's experience at your organization. Or you already work for the community and seek volunteers with state-of-the-art skills to strengthen your nonprofit. Whatever your situation, know that you can make a difference. Chizuba began with this very vision. A vision to facilitate every skill and every passion in the world in meeting a social need. Corporate volunteering has several benefits for both businesses and organizations. In parallel, experienced and enthusiastic volunteers join NGO workers, enabling them to serve the community more effectively. Jazuba offers everyone looking to add purpose and meaning to their lives a chance to connect or volunteer virtually with non-profit organizations from over 100 countries around the world. Visit www.chizuba.net and explore opportunities to find meaning. Chizuba, your platform to do good. And now, back with our guest. So, a last part of this would be for the individual, for the woman to have that willpower, to have that strength to go ahead and approach you and, you know, um, get involved in the programs that you are doing. So, for you to offer that support, do you, do you take the help from the community or do you have your volunteers who kind of fulfill those uh, needs? So um, we've done a, a lot of what we've been able to, where how we've been able to find folks have been through um, just putting out things there on the internet. Um, we do have a Facebook page that has been really, you know, really helpful. Um, uh, I, uh, um, my, my for-profit business allows me to do a lot of networking. So, you know, as I network and I meet people, I'm able to, you know, share the not share what, what I'm doing and um, get, you know, get the get, get support from there. Um, I've actually found fantastic and great help from Chizuba. You know, just utilizing um, the support you that you yeah. offer. I mean, amazing talent. Shout out to my good friend, Mr. Omar. He has been fantastic in you know just giving 
great structure, great um, uh, fundraising help and guidance. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. wonderful to hear. Yeah. So, I mean, this is fantastic. So, I hope to, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I learned one thing I know is that, you know, one can have a dream. You have a, uh, something is placed within each and every one of us. We have our special calling, you know, you, you, yes, you have the thought of this idea of birthing this beautiful platform and it's working, but it's serving a purpose. So, yeah, (laughs) yeah. So. I know I have that purple, but I can't do it alone. So, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's, it's really nice to hear all this. Uh, is there some incident or some, um, some one particular case that you remember uh, vividly and you think of this, obviously it is a rewarding process. It has its challenges, but uh, is there one incident that you remember as being really, really worth the effort that you are taking? Yeah, I mean, 2019, was that 2019? I think it was during the pandemic, actually, 2020, when we had the summit. And this is an online space. We held a one-day summit for about, let me say, almost six hours with um, different speakers. Um, One of the speakers I had is a dear friend of mine who... Um, had that was her second marriage that failed and she oh. and she had a daughter she has a daughter um, but she's also been one who um, has the heart to give so within her um, her career space she was in the she's in the health sector she's always giving but having this, you know, personal challenges, but being able to overcome, you know, the fact of not blaming herself and yeah, coming to this, yes, and coming to this platform to share that experience, you know, how she took off her hat, I felt was huge, you know, yeah. for her. Well, I a big shout out to her. Yeah. And then the women who participated were from different countries, you know, and the feedback from each of these women after the summit Mm. was so heartwarming. He said, one said, for the first time, I felt seen. Mm. For the first time, I felt heard I felt that I was not alone and you know there's hope there is hope and there's value there's value to every individual and uh, you are bringing that value to everybody that's such an amazing job that you are doing thank you thank you (laughs) it is wonderful thank you thank you you know so just Yeah, it's some, I mean, it's, it's, um, my, my, my hope and my desire is to, you know, allow, allow us women to feel free 
I get, you know, sometimes I feel there's so many expectations. <laughs> yes, always, everywhere. <laughs> you have to do this, you have to do that. And, you know, sometimes the women themselves uh, set such high bars. Correct. Uh, that it is it's difficult to reach uh, everything and every do everything at one go. But, uh, yeah, somebody has to be there to wake them up and say that, you know, well, you are a human being after all, yeah. not superhuman. Correct. Wonderful. Correct. <laughs> Great, Aurora. It was lovely talking to you. Would you like to share your social handles so people can go to your website and see how uh, they can help? Oh, yes, yeah, sure, please. Um, always, we are always looking for support. Like I said, this is, this is not a journey for one person. So, you know, please reach out to us on um, ifaoh.org. Ifa is the website for the Institute for the Advancement of Humanity. Um, we're also on Facebook. Just um, search for IFAOH. You'll find us there. We're also on LinkedIn. Um, with And please, you know, support us. Join, um, join our conversation, you know, um, read our blogs, follow our stories. And um, yes, let's, let's um, make a change and make a difference. Thank you so much. Wonderful. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, willpower is the unwavering determination that fuels actions and propels you forward, uh, even in the face of challenges. Courage, on the other hand, is the audacity to confront your fears, embrace vulnerability, and take that leap of faith towards your dreams. And Omolola is doing that with her organization. You are not only showing these qualities, but you are also sharing them for others. Stay inspired, stay empowered, and always keep striving to unleash your full potential. Thank you. Thank you for being part of this incredible journey. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity and, you know, the... The, the the space to to speak i really appreciate it thank you mm-hmm.